Yes, indeed. What's going on, man? We back like I never left. It's your main man, Big Wayne, D-I-E-S-E to the L. With, I'm going to say the number one fan of the podcast. The number one fan. The number one. And just for context, because, you know, we in season three. And y'all know I'd be having some special guests. And I, I called my brother. I said, hey, man, look. I'm not going to have another guest before I get you on first. So you the first guest of season three. And I told you, I told you that. I'm like, I ain't going to have nobody on before I get you on. I, pre- I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. Keyshawn, what's going on? Welcome, welcome to the, come on in here. The water's just fine, big dog. The water's just fine. What's going on, man? I'm glad to be back. And uh, y'all, so y'all know this is the second episode of season three. And Keyshawn, he had a problem with one of my, well, <laughs> to my knowledge, he had a problem with one of my takes. I don't know if he had a problem with all of them, but we're going to find out today. But he didn't like what I said about the Packers. And just in case y'all missed it, I think the Packers are going to be bad next year because they're going to have Jordan Love and they their division's tougher. I actually think the Lions going to win that division. The Bears tried to load up, and they got Jordan Love. And I'm just like, hey, y'all had 30-plus years of good QB play between Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. And – yeah, y'all gonna be down for maybe year two, maybe three, but y'all gonna be all right. But far as the season coming up, I think they're gonna be bad. And to that, you say what? I say I disagree. I what? think so. I don't think we're gonna be great, but I think we're gonna be in the middle of the pack because we still have the same offense and the same defense. The only thing that changed was the quarterback. Now he's a lot younger, uh, not that much of a personality with Aaron Rodgers. I believe he's a lot more coachable, obviously. And um, you know he's he's a little bigger, a little faster, got a a bigger arm. So you know we'll see uh what he do. Um, I think the Bears are gonna win a division to tell you the truth, and we're beating the Panthers. Now what in the where in the hell that come Panthers. from? Number one, you're not beating the Panthers. That's number one. Let's just go and get that out of the way. Because, one, my QB is better than y'all. I would think our defense is better than y'all. And offense, I'm just going to go ahead and say our offense is better because you you said your team is about the same. That's true. But the number – what's the num- the most important part of the offense in any football team? It's the QB. Yes. And you lost a top five QB of all time. That, that would be like me. Okay. I got a car. I got a I got a car and it's nice. It's cool. But guess what? I riding on a donut. I got a nail in one tire and this other tire is low on air. You need something that's going to get you there. And you don't know if Jordan going to get you there. Hell, Carolina, I'd make a case had a good team last year, but the QB wasn't worth a damn. You see what I'm saying? That so that QB puts it over the hill because he's gonna have the ball, and I'm not telling you nothing you don't know. You know he's gonna touch the ball more often than not. Do you, you still got uh, Aaron Jones? I, I I do I do like him a lot. In some cases, you can make it. He seemed to be more important than Aaron Rodgers. Is how I look to the untrained eye sometimes. But you need your QB. You you need that. So and I think you're gonna get out QB a lot in your your season. A lot. So, like you said, we had 34 years of great QB play. What makes you think that changes now? How you know it won't be 35, 36, 37? Are you getting ready to say Jordan Love is going to be like Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers? Is that what you're getting ready to say? What I'm saying is he has the potential to be so. And I'm not writing them off. You never know. I could put it this way. You know, 
relationships. You always, you know, compare stuff to relationships. And yeah. uh, we had a good relationship with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But it didn't end so well. But nope. what I can say is Jordan Love is our Alicia Keys. You know, got done with the last marriage, moved on to this new one, looking, uh, you know, looking good, could take me to the promised land. The last one got me close to the promised land multiple times, but this one can't take me there. You don't believe that. You, don't believe believe, you can't believe that. I believe in Jordan Love 10. I always have since we drafted him. So why have we not seen him play? And I feel like the, the coaches at Powers at B don't really believe in him like they say they do. Like, I think they might have thought of maybe some potential, but I feel like if it would, they had just that guy next on deck, we would they would have got Aaron Rodgers out of there maybe a year or two sooner. Now, I understand oh. it's hard to get rid of him because he proceeded to give you some MVP play. So it's hard to just get rid of that. But how he was holding y'all hostage every year, talking about, I don't know if I'm going to retire. I don't know if I'm going to do that. And just kind of being laissez-faire. I felt like he just kind of took y'all forget, just kind of ran, just – Really had y'all in a, a stranglehold, the whole the whole franchise. So, like you said, um, when you're in a marriage, you know, you try to hold on to that marriage, try to make it seem right. But, you know, you can only hold on for so long. And, you know, there's probably two, for sure one, but maybe two quarterbacks in the league that's starting over Aaron Rodgers. And Jordan Love won't be one of them. And like you said, it's a lot harder to move on from Aaron Rodgers but once again, we was holding on real tight, hoping it'll work out. And then the moment we didn't make the playoffs, shipped them on. But since we do doing relationships, I got a relationship analogy for you, my brother. So when you in that bad relationship, it's good. Everything was great. Y'all was, you know, watching Netflix and Hulu all week and, and y'all hanging out, making memories, all that good stuff. And then it just goes toxic for whatever reason. You get out. Why at the minute you're not happy and you're not the relationship is no longer what it is. See, that's the problem. People think about look at what it was versus what it is. And if it's no longer good, then you owe it to yourself to get out. Yeah, you try to fight through it, but you know, it gets to a point where you just fighting yourself and then you stressing yourself out and then you start resenting yourself. And what you don't see is the longer you holding on to this anchor around your neck the longer you are behooving yourself and blocking yourself from putting somebody that could be in that situation because you can be stressed out by yourself. The Packers had drama going on already. So if you're going to have drama one way or the other, you may as well have some drama, but at least have the door open for somebody to come in and help. You wasn't putting yourself in the position of nobody to help you because, yes, Aaron Rodgers is great, Yes, he's good, but he was blocking y'all from getting like a, a draft pit pick mm -hmm. or or some free agency, some kind of QB to come in. Because, you know, QBs kind of bounce around all the time. Right. So I feel like you was kind of blocking your blessing a little bit. Now that Aaron Rodgers is gone, you got that door open. Yeah, y'all going to get y'all teeth kicked. And y'all are getting y'all teeth kicked in. Y'all got y'all about, I believe I said five, six games. I'm sorry. Y'all going to get y'all teeth kicked in. I see about Eight or nine, maybe. Y'all about to get y'all no. ass whooped. But <laughs> the good news is you're going to be in a position to get another quarterback. That's okay. Look, yeah, you know, I used to rap and perform, and I, I still think about getting back in there sometime. And it's one thing that I, I've learned. You never want to be the guy 
that follows the superstar. You want to be the guy after that. Now, lucky for me, because I was like on a local mid market, I never really had. I usually I was the biggest one on the card, usually. Mm-hmm. But when I was like first starting out, there was this group, you know, Mag Four. I really wanted to be in the group, and that that's who everybody wanted to see. But I'm like, damn, I gotta follow them, and it would be hard to do. And when I was starting out, it was kind of hard to do. So I realized that you want to be the person after that guy. So it'd be Mag Four, and then it'd be Terrell, and then it'd be me. You see what I mean? Okay, then I can bring it back up. So what I'm saying is, yes, Aaron Rodgers was great. Then you can have Jordan Love, and then whoever follows Jordan Love, that's going to be y'all guy. So I think the person who after the QB after Jordan Love, because I'm going to give this about two, three years max, and then we're going to all see what I'm talking about right now. And then I think this is your bridge right here. You see what I mean? I see. Because everybody has their quarterback. The Lions got their offense. I mean, the Vikings, I mean, Kirk Cousins for what it is, you know, whatever. And And Kirk Cousins is highly underrated. Who? Kirk Cousins is highly underrated. He has top five numbers every season. Yeah, but then we see him in the playoffs. (laughs) I mean, we see Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs, too. That's true. So, so what you trying to say? You trying to say? So, what what you what what that mean? Are you getting ready to say Aaron? Rod- I mean, Kirk Cousins is a a top five all time QB because at least Aaron Rodgers got, and he don't really turn the ball over a lot. And a lot of times with them Aaron Rodgers teams, you know they couldn't they couldn't get a, a stop all the time. Not all the time, right? But no, I'm not saying that about Kirk Cousins at all. But what I can say is, I think we got our quarterback. You know, even if we do do bad this year. And we get a high draft pick. I don't think we go for a QB. You gonna absolutely go for a QB. I doubt. I doubt. <laughs> Man, so that, that's where. And on, one thing's certain. Two things for sure. We gonna find out. And when y'all getting, when y'all playing like what the, the Bears twice, and the, I think y'all play the Saints this year. You know what I mean? And y'all play us. That's a loss right there. So it's. I mean, it's gonna be bad for y'all. But I don't know. I went. I'm willing to place a bet on that. What, what what you want? What, what no, you uh, what what are we gonna do? Uh, um, a, an apology video. An ap- okay. An apology video. All right, but tell you what, because you don't really do a lot of videos like that. I want one from you too. Now I'm gonna I, get I back. One. I'm gonna get back to it. I'm gonna get back to making my videos. Yeah, I I want one. For, I'm not sure what because I don't got the schedule in front of me when we play because I didn't I didn't expect Carolina to catch a stray bullet. They ain't even supposed to be on the damn show today. They <laughs> They can call the strays. So I don't know when they play, but whether they play tomorrow or next week, that's a dub. I guess we're going to see, Wayne. We yes, see. we are. Yes, we are. So uh, did, by any chance, you happen to uh, catch the, the draft or anything like that? I did. Um, You know, I'm, I'm in the East Coast, so, like, I kind of fell asleep around, like, the 19th, 20th pick. Cool. You know, I, uh. It was a lot of commercials, so you know I wasn't paying too much attention. Well, you you hung around longer than I did. After about number eight, after them twins got drafted, I think I saw one more after that, and I was out. <laughs> so, so um, Victor Wembanyama. Let some people tell that he' about to be the third best player of all time, or top three at least. That's what they say. Yeah, for sure. Where are you at with him? Uh, and would if it was you, would you have drafted him number one overall? So let me get this out the way. All right. I'm a fan. Okay. I do think the hype is a bit much, but I get it. 
but I am a fan. So would I have drafted him number one? Yes. Reason being, because we haven't seen a player like this before that could move like he can, you know, uh, seven foot five with an eight foot or an eight one wingspan. And like, you know, um, watching some of his like workout videos, you know, a lot of taller guys tend to get hurt faster. Yep. He, um, I see a lot of stretches he do to prevent that. And I'm like, okay, he a little different. You know, uh, he got ball handling skills. Um, obviously it's going to be hard to rebound over him. And, uh, you know, he can shoot. He's not the best shooter, but he can shoot. Yeah, I think he shot like 27% from three. Right. But some, some, somebody that big, you really want him in the in the paint anyway. Right. So I think, um, you know, him being in the NBA, training with the NBA now, his game can elevate. You know, I just seen earlier that he was at dinner with uh, – Yes, you know Tim Duncan, uh, Manu Ginobili, yeah, Duncan and and Admiral the Dave Rob. That's probably been my favorite thing I've seen. That right. that's been better than any dunk, any layup, any three, any dribble layup move. That's been the best thing I've seen. Right, and he was saying he learned more in those couple of hours about the NBA than he's known his whole life. So yes, I that's, think that'd be yeah. great for him, and I do think him going number one was the right pick. I think San Antonio did right by that. I think you you see. I think you you had to you you had to because now me, I'm on record and I just you know I'll double down. I I I like I think Scoot's going to end up being the better player. Now I'm not saying Scoot's going to be top three or four all time or nothing, but I don't think Victor is either. I just think Vic. I mean, I just think Scoot's going to have a better career. But you have to draft him. You have to draft him. Yeah, because if not, you're getting fired. Yeah, that's your job. <laughs> and, I mean, unless unless Scoot turned into Isaiah Thomas or Steph Curry or, or something like that, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's your job. So, I mean, that, that's just me. So, if I'm saying that, but, you know, you, you, you got to draft him. You, you have to. So, mm. I, I understand why. Well, I'm not even saying it's a bad pick. I'm not saying he's about to be Kwame Brown or Anthony Bennett or something. We don't know. I hope but not. I don't. I don't think he's getting ready to be Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or Michael Jordan either. You see what I'm saying? I think he's just going to have a nice – like, if he had a let's, – let's just say for context. Let's just fast forward uh, 15, 12, 13 years, however he – whatever he plays, his whole career. And he has a career like a dirt, like a dirt career, like maybe one ring, MVP, let's throw a defensive player of the year in there. And like two scoring titles, that's a nice career. Yeah, right? Hall of Famer. Yes, yes. I don't think that's a failure because he right. more than likely, you said, fifteen years. Yeah, let's just say fifteen. I just threw a number out there. Yeah, he probably had thirteen All Star appearances by then. 13. Yeah, a couple first teams. Yeah, probably. You know, he's gonna get Rookie of the Year because that's a popularity thing. So he uh, got I don't know. I think somebody else gonna get it. I mean, Scoot's definitely flashy. Scoot's got because I mean, Scoot doing a dunk and Victor doing a dunk. It, it's it's gonna look different. I, I mean, because Victor already, huh? I don't think it's gonna be Scoot either. Really? Who you got? I got the boy that was drafted last season, Chet. Really? I got. I think Chet gonna win it. I think Thunder be a whole better team uh, with him playing. You know, Shy had a breakout season. He, yeah. He uh first team All NBA. But if you know, I think I think I said this in the chat before. I think Thunder will be a top five team in the West this upcoming season. Wow. Wow. 
You think Thunder's gonna be top? I'm just gonna say five. I'm just gonna put him at five. Mm-hmm. So you let me look. Let me think about the West. All right. So you got them. So Nuggets one. Who who is your top five in the I West? Who you got? I don't, I don't know what order is gonna be, but yeah, yeah. Just no order. Just your top five. Uh, I think I'm gonna say Nuggets. Yeah, know, Nick champions. For sure. Uh, it looked like they keeping the same team, or at least uh, the core guys together. So yeah, uh, can't go no wrong with them. Um, yeah. I got the Kings being up there again. Right. Okay. Uh, I think the Mavericks be up really? there. Really? How? Be up there. Uh, we talking think, about a team that missed the playoffs. I am. Uh, Thunder also missed the playoffs, but <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, but. So with the Mavericks, um, this is me predicting that they have a great free agency. Uh, I think they move on from the other three starters that they had. Sure. Uh, you know, I think they, I think they get better. So there's just early predictions. This before free. I usually don't like making predictions before free agency. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how the rosters really look. Right, because I mean, it don't start till July first. I mean, right. We, we still got like another week and a half. Right. Really, it's really July seventh because. It starts July first, but you know the deal. The, the shoes don't start to drop before mm-hmm. you like fourth or the fifth. So yeah, that's true. So I got uh, who I say I said uh, Nuggets. Yep, Kings, Mavericks. I say Lakers. Okay, and I got Thunder. I got those as the top five teams in the West. So you don't give a damn about the Suns, then? Oh no, I don't. I mean, I understand. Uh-huh. I don't got a <laughs> Championship either, but they got the Suns are getting ready to be better than the th- so the reason. So I would have had the Suns, but my thing about them is like like I said, we've seen a lot of rosters that look good on paper, but they don't play well together. And I just seen that they was looking to move off of Aiden, sure, to get Tobias Harris. And and I do think Aiden, I think he'll be somewhere where I don't know, but I do think. Hey, it's looking like they're going to trade them and build around, you know, the Bill, Booker, KD thing. Right. They want a three-team trade with the Sixers. Right. So that uh, Aiden can go to that third team, and they want Tobias Harris. And I'm looking like, okay, you got two pure shooting guards and Devin Booker and Bradley Bill. Like, Devin Booker can be a playmaker, but him as your primary playmaker, I wouldn't trust that for him to be running the offense. You you really want, you really want to use him as a weapon more than you do a facilitator. Right. And then you got Kevin Durant and Tobias Harris, supposedly, as your two forwards. Now, either you're going to get a point guard and have no center, or you're going to get a center and have no point guard. And I don't think that's good for that team. Uh, I mean, we know Biggs would. They don't need to go no more points. That that they've made their bed. They they're obviously they're looking for guard play and they right. I, I mean, so they, they really don't need a a Joel Embiid or a Jokic. They need just a big you know, they really need Dwight Howard. That's what they need. But even if they got Dwight Howard, they don't have a point guard. They don't have a point guard, but that's that's their situation. They just gonna have to get just they just gonna have to scrape scrape the bottom because they kind of cap strap as it is. You know what I mean? They money gonna be funny. Right. Because they got so much money tied up in Booker, Bill, and and KD, so it's gonna be hard getting, mm-hmm. you know, it's gonna be hard getting those serviceable type of 
you know, Marcus Smart's a Jalen Brunson type of Kyrie type of people. You go, right. you're pretty uh, much stuck with a Cameron Payne or something like that. That's, that's they, where you at. If they do keep Aiden, they paying him a lot too. Right. So that's that's where they that's where they are. So I mean, I mean they they that's what they got. So nobody's gonna feel bad about them not having a star point guard because that, that's not what they prioritize. And I guess we just gonna see. And another thing, it might be a little biased. It might be a little biased, but it's like the way you felt about the Nuggets before this past season, yeah. And the way you feel about the Bills now, sure. Outside of the Warriors, is that's how I feel about Kevin Durant. Like you good, you look good, you play great, you one of the all time greats. But when they get down to it, I can't trust you to, you no, know, take me over. Yeah, to lead me to where I need to be. Yeah, you know, he got there once. Uh, his earlier years. I don't really blame them for losing to the Miami Heat. It was a young team, uh, not that much experience. But besides that, I don't really trust Kevin Durant. Yeah, and especially now since I mean, quiet has kept. Ever since he's hurt, did that Achilles thing in Golden State, he's been hurt every year. Yeah. Every year, that's true. So, that's true. I mean, a case you really wouldn't think so, but a case could be made. He might be injury prone now. A case could be made. Him and Bradley Bill. Yeah. Booker, Booker missed some time, too, for that matter. That's so, true. No, Booker plays a lot for the most part. He does. He does. He does. I wouldn't put that tag on him like a Paul George or Kawhi or something mm-hmm. like that. And that's another team I got. So you you think the, the Spurs so – Spurs. So you think the Thunder is getting ready to be better than Memphis? Because I know Ja got his problems and everything, but he'll be back by the time the playoff, playoffs come. And he then they're going to have Jared, Jared Allen, uh, Stephen Adams back. And they I still think- got Big J.J. So from what I've seen, I think they're moving on from Stephen Adams. I think uh, the Clippers. I've seen the Clippers are trying to break up the duo of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. It was a failure, and it it was. It, was. it is what it is, you know. Yeah, it happens. I had faith in them for four years. I gave. They're, them. they're not, and they're not the first team to fail either. They are not the first, and won't be the last. Right. Wow. Okay, so I guess we'll see. I don't got I don't got them that high. I got OKC play in at best. I know we can we can revisit you know after free agency. Oh, yeah, you just yeah because I mean free agency hadn't even happened yet. I mean that right. could be. I mean we could be recording this and by tonight some wild trade happens. You know? <laughs> yeah. So okay, but getting on back to uh, where we started about Victor. So. You would have drafted Victor. You go. You're kind of lukewarm on Victor. Like you're not over the moon, but you ain't writing them off either. Right. Nah. So I'm not over the moon, but I do have uh, high expectations. Not as high as what we've heard a lot of people say, but I do have high expectations. And side note, um, I seen that he said Russell Westbrook was his favorite player growing up. Yep. I'm hoping that the Spurs give Westbrook a call. You know. That'd be cool, but I think he's gonna stay in LA. I think he's gonna stay with the Clippers. Nah, uh, all said and done, that's what I think. LA lowballing them, they offer him 3.8 million. I mean, I it'd be cool. I would like to see Russ with the Spurs. I, I don't know, I don't know how it looks. I have no idea how it looks, but I, I mean, I'd like to see it. I think it'll be nice, you know. Uh, Keldon Johnson is a nice player, uh, Jeremy Sohan. Uh, he he's okay, you know. Uh, got potential to be to be good, but I think Russ in San Antonio will be 
exciting to see, especially with Victor Wimbayama there. Yeah. But the guy that without another like I said, the number three pick, that's I would have I deep down I would have really wanted Scoop to, to be number one. And I think Scoop's gonna be have a better career. That's I, I could be wrong. I just I, that's just what I believe. No, that's understandable. But um any other draft you probably would have went number one. Well, I, I don't know because well they had their point guard too, so I, I get why Charlotte didn't. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this: Scoot and Dame, because this this is what I'm trying to get to. But then, Scoot and Dame, do you break it up or do you keep it? And I if you, why? For whatever answer, why? I break it up because, um, we seen them. All you know, I'm not gonna compare CJ McCollum to Scoot. All right, but we already tried the two undersized guards with a uh, high scoring power, you know, to try to get through this. And it didn't work. So, um, I've said this before. If not, if I'm Dame, I'm not asking for a trade because you know I've defended him with that multiple times. But if I'm the Trailblazers, I'm put. I'm calling Dame to the office and I'm saying, hey, you know, you've done well by us. We tried to do well by you. Um, I think we've run our course and. We're going to trade you. Is there any des- destinations you would like to go to? You know, and I tell them, like, we moving forward for our future. That's what I would tell. Like, if I'm the Portland Trailblazers organization, that's what I'm doing to help us, you know, and get better. Even if he's doubling down, nah, man, I, this is where I'm at, man. I'm trying to win a championship here. I tell him, like, hey. <laughs> Like he, he's doubled down. Do like he, he's that he's that girl where you you trying to break up with, but he wants to, baby, baby, please, we can work it out. That's Dame. I mean, I don't see him as that type, but if so, uh, I don't know. I just I just make it make it clear. Hmm. I just ask him like, where do you want to go? That's well, all. But Miami, but um, yeah, I've been seeing him and Jimmy Butler lives. They they are hilarious. <laughs> they are. Okay. Well, I wouldn't break it up. I would keep them. I would keep them both. Mm-hmm. I would keep them both because this whole time Dame is obviously wanting to stay in Portland. We know that. Right. And they said, you know, Dame been trying to get people to Portland. Well, nobody wants to go to Portland. And Portland <laughs> said they're trying to build around Dame. Right. So if you try, if Dame wants to stay, and y'all keep telling me, not y'all, but I'm talking about the, you know, the, I know, I know, the Portland Trailblazers. Y'all keep saying oh, we're building around them, and they even double down. We're keeping Dame. Okay, so you are building around Dame. You got a guard. Now, I understand they tried the the the, uh, the CJ Dame thing, but mm-hmm. CJ all combo guard duos aren't identical. You know what I mean? And we haven't seen a we we've seen a splash, but the the best duo I can think of is obviously the Splash Brothers and then the Bad Boys with Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars. Those have been the best. Well, Clay ain't really. I wouldn't call them small, but far as backcourts, just super backcourts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really worked. Now, for whatever reason. I think it can work. And you know, you know my point guard theory. You know my point guard theory. I've I've dribbled it down 
thousands of times and for years, and now all these big time analysts trying to tiptoe around it, but they don't want to give people <laughs> no credit. Anyway, so <laughs> if you're gonna go down with the ship, if you're gonna go down with the ship or the submarine, this this what you uh, I probably shouldn't have said it. That's my fault. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. I don't even know why I said oh, that. I tried to hold my life in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said that. So uh, the a way you can get around it. You put Dame at the two, and you put Scoot at the one. Now there's a loophole because, see, Dame is not your point guard. He's right. your two guard. And he's he's pretty much a – you know, a lot of these point guards are really acting like shooting guards anyway. Mm-hmm. And really, I think that's a, a, a recipe to work if you have two scoring-type point guards regardless of the size. Just because of what they make up for in size and defense, a lot of them smaller guards. I think Scoot is a better defender, right? Guard side, and I agree for his size. So, but they both give you a lot. They give you for what they don't. What they they give up a lot, but they give you a lot too. So, and also, I like those kind of point guards more than your John Stockton's because if you got. I'd rather have a combo guard or a dynamic guard versus like a pure Chris Paul, John Stockton, Rondo type point guard. Because if I'm having to set the table for everybody, that tells me, damn, I got folks out here that can't create their own shot. Like I'd much rather have people that can create their own shot versus somebody I'm just having to do something for them all the time. We'll take it to kids. You got kids or a kid. I got kids. Now it's easier well, I guess it depends on who you ask. If you ask a woman, they probably ask you to say something different. But to me, it's easier dealing with a toddler versus a newborn because your newborn, you know, you got to feed them all the time. You know, you, you know, they sleep every couple hours. You know, right. they're real dependent. You don't know what they want versus a toddler like four they to five. They tell you what they want. Right. And, you know, sometimes they'll play with you. Sometimes they'll play by themselves. Sometimes in my case, you know, gumdrop buttons. Shout out to the gumdrop buttons. Don't forget the buttons. You know, she'll go to sleep by herself, wake up. You know what I mean? She can even dress her when she can't match work for them. But you know what I mean? She can put her own, she can put her own stuff on. She's a little more self-sufficient. And I feel like when you I mean your team, y'all lean on each other. It's one thing to lean on each other and count on each other. It's another thing to be totally dependent on each other. And I feel like with Dame and Scoot, you're creating an environment with some shot create with some shot creators now the one thing i don't like about their roster i think they got too many guards so now i think you go, and i hate to do it but they drafted they drafted uh they drafted scoop but they they their best people are guards they got dame obviously scoop uh anthony simons and uh uh shannon sharp shannon sharp shade sharp well shade and sharp is more like a four i think he like six six or six seven well, I thought he was like they guard or something. I thought he was playing like the guard spot. He more before. So here's what you got to do. I trade Anthony Simons. Oh, because, yeah. Because you're telling me you're building around Dame, and then you turned around and got Scoop. So that that's your guy. Right. And, and some people were – some people – and I'm not saying Anthony Simons is a bad player, but I'm saying what you could get for him and why he's young and he's got all this potential and he's shown some stuff, I think – I think you move on and build around them. And you put the biggest trees you can find. 
mm-hmm. around it. And, and I was it, say, I, that's what you do. I was gonna say Portland's missing a big. That, that's that's I think that's what you do. That'd be their downfall. And speaking of bigs, well, what we talking about? I would get on the horn with the Suns. Like I would try to get Aiden for like Simon, some kind of do that kind of thing. Because that's not really no ripoff, not really. No, because the Suns need a guard, and they trying to. Well, they need a big too. So I guess you throw another. I mean, what what, what was that? Uh, Nurkic. I mean Nurkic. Yeah, so I mean, you do some kind of pack with Simons and Nurkic, and his, then they get Aiden. His knee is not. Like he need a new knee, a whole new knee. Okay, so maybe you don't do that. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Well, you, I mean, they got to, I mean, because they do need a, they do need somebody down low, too. They do need that. But I, I, I'm definitely trying to move Simons. I'm trying to move Simons. That's what I'm trying to do. That And, and you build around them. And I think it, it could work. And then you find a way to get around the, uh, the loophole. I say try to trade them to Minnesota. They ain't, they ain't breaking that up. For Carl Anthony Towns. You know they're not breaking that up. And, yeah, then, and that's what they say. But 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 you, you know they got the game, you know, they got the point go uh, the, the center that changed the game, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, it's the best team to never win a championship. <laughs> so that that's what I would do. Now, with some other teams, some of these trades that have happened, what'd you think about that Boston trade? Because we hadn't really I hadn't really talked about that since since it happened. Uh I can say it was a win and a loss. All right. At the same time, I say it's a loss because they had to give up Marcus Smart. Yeah. The Memphis Grizzlies. And um, Marcus Smart was like the heart and soul of that Boston team. Like he had been there for nine years. Uh, he was like their, their Draymond Green, like their glue guy. The right. one kind of like holds it all together and everything. Um. And I think with losing that, like, they lost a part of, like, you know, their chemistry that they had together. You know, he made some big shots for them uh, a lot. I don't say a whole lot, but he made he made quite a few big shots for them. And um, I don't know. It's just the relationship that they all had together. You can tell that they were close. So I think losing that is important. But they gained Perzingis, who... I think he just had one of his better seasons with the Wizards, averaging like 23 or 24 with like eight or nine rebounds. And um, he's like seven foot four, something like that. You know, size something that Boston was missing. Because I think their tallest player was Jason Tatum, who's six foot 10. And, uh, you know, that's that's a W right there. Because Porzingis, he, he's a two-way player. And he's he got size, so. You know that's a W right there. Yeah. Ah, man. My my knee jerk reaction when I first saw it, mm-hmm. I loved it. I loved it because I'm like, man, that gives them some a presence down low. It gives Przingis a shot to really do something. And the Boston they they they've had some success. They've been to the Eastern Finals. They've been to the Finals. They've done that. But it's, it seemed like they're always a day late and a dollar short or they're missing something. And I feel like Przingis was that piece. And mm-hmm. then I got to thinking, well, wait a minute. I still don't know if Jalen Brown and Tatum could play together. Now, I started saying – there's a lot of things I was saying years ago and people was, was hating on me, and it's starting to come to roost. 
be making me mad. But you you recall <laughs> a while ago, I was like, I don't think them two play well together. Now that everybody's saying it. You remember I, that? And it, yeah, and I was on board at first until last year when I seen them make the finals together. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. They can yeah. play together. You know, at least they made it to the finals. They were just outmatched. Yeah, that's right. So that, and that's why I kind of go. I've kind of back. I'm not as double ten toes down. Now I'm I'm going down with the point guard thing. That's I'm, yeah. I'm that's where I'm at. <laughs> but but the whole Jalen Brown and Tatum thing, I'm not quite sure because we've seen some some great teams never win nothing. They play fine together. You know, Stockton and Malone, they went to the finals twice back to back years. They never won nothing. I'm right. not gonna say they couldn't play together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Carmelo and, and Amari Stoudemire and Chauncey Billups, they played great together. They never won a championship. I, I can't say they didn't. They, they didn't get past the second round. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, there's a lot of teams. I mean, well, Kawhi and, and PG, that's something totally different. They played great together. They just can't stay on the damn flow. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there are some good combos that play together but just don't win. And I'm starting to think, well, maybe they are a good team. They just – can't put them over the hill. That's why. That's why I do like this Porzingis move because it does give you some things. It give you something different. Like you're not going in as the same Celtics team that you were for the past five seasons. Right. So it's like a shot in the arm. So I I love that. That that's what makes me. That's why I tend to like it more. I like it a hell of a lot more than I do the Suns move. I, do I like it a hell of a lot more than I do the Suns move. Porzingis give the Celtics something they was missing. And. Right. Bradley Bill just gave went, them something they already had. Yeah, like he, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't like what you gonna do? Ask Bradley Bill go get you thirty five. Like you could have asked Kevin Durant or Devin Booker to do that. Sure, for sure. They, Kevin Durant and Booker are both capable enough to go get you sixty five. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, we seen Booker drop seventy. So. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I mean, scoring wasn't a problem they had. Mm-hmm. So, but a, another move that I that I'm not sure about, I'm not sure about. I'm ranking these moves. I'm ranking them. The, no, my number one, I love the Boston move. I love the Boston move. The Suns move. I don't. The only thing I can say, Landry Shaman and CP3. I don't know what kind of future they had anyway. So they got Bill for nothing. They got Bill for nothing. So shout out to that. They got a lot of draft picks. Right. Well, I mean, but you, I mean, you got KD and Booker. You're not really worried about draft because you already got the stuff that you're looking for. Right. So I'm not really tripping about that. So they pretty much gave up nothing. Now, the one I don't quite understand, it don't make sense to me, and maybe you can help me out, is CP3 to the Warriors. Because I don't know, because all they, they just got older uh-huh. and they got smaller. Yeah, if this I, I get like, why Jordan moving from Jordan Poole, but I don't know if I move Jordan Poole for Chris Paul. Right. Nah. What does that move say to you? What do you think about the Warriors today? If this was like 2018, I would love it. But it's not five years ago. So uh Chris Paul, him being hurt all the time, you know, he get the one time he didn't get hurt in the playoffs, he did make it to the finals. But he's always hurt in the playoffs. Uh, the Warriors, I ain't going to say they lost it, but it don't look like they have a big, I mean, I guess the rumors, Jonathan Kuminga grew seven inches overnight. So he's now like seven foot one or seven, two or something like that. 
but they don't have a big. And I don't know if Steve Kerr will have Chris Paul come off the bench. I'm pretty sure he would accept that role. But I think that's the best role for him. Right. If they're going to roll with this, I think it'll work if Chris Paul comes off the bench. So do you want to? So you, you don't want to start CP3 and Steph? No. Okay. But right. Down the stretch, like, you know, late fourth quarter will be, it'll be cool to have them two in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I, I like that too. And I, I had Steph more coming off the bench. I had, I mean, not Steph, CP3 coming off the bench versus the other way around too. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you kind of get some CP3 preservation with that too, because you kind of need that, right? So I, I'm kind of with it too. So do you do you still see the Warriors as a tight title favorite? Do you see? I'll say this, and I've said it before: as long as their core three is healthy and is playing, they're always a threat to win the championship. Okay. All but right. you know, Draymond opted out. Now I don't know if Warriors are going to pay him more or he's leaving. Now you didn't have uh you didn't have the did you have do you got the Warriors in your top five? Nope, I did not. And you still I, now, how, how can you have a top five team? How, not top five, but still be a, a championship contender. Explain that one to me. It happens. We just seen the eighth seed Miami Heat in the finals. Right. That's true. That's true. But I'm talking about but for far as, as your rankings. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like cause me, if I have a my top five teams in no real order. Uh, in the West, I—I I mean, I got the Nuggets in there for sure. I got the Lakers. I—I I, the Suns are are in. They'll be a top five team, and probably probably the Warriors. But my thing is, I'm not gonna think of a, a six seed team or a seven seed team and thinking to win the the championship. You know what I mean? Right now, Miami they made it to the finals. Yeah, for sure. Props to them, but. I didn't have them going to the finals. You know, I had Philly going to the finals in the right. East. So it's so mm-hmm. that, that that wasn't on my radar. Philly that, isn't. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to. That that's the point I was trying to make. Mm-hmm. So I I get what you're saying, but it's like I say, it's hard before free agency. But uh, I think with so with the Thunder being tough off, like Shy having his breakout season, uh, it looked like he only gonna get better. Josh Giddy is a very highly underrated player. Yeah, who helps the Thunder a lot, and then with Chet coming back, I think that puts them over. And you really think Chet finna get rookie of the year? Yes, I do. I do believe that. Mm. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think it's. I think it's gonna be Victor. It seems like the well, the Thunder they don't get a lot of press, so it's, it's they're easy to forget about. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't see it, man. I. I, I do not see it. I, I think it's going to come down to Big Scoot or uh, Victor. I mean, I guess there are some Brandon – there is a Brandon Miller club out there. Yeah. but Because, you know, he, he burned it up in the SEC and stuff. So, he, he really did. He talked about he they going to win the championship. See, the thing is, the best – the best – all three rookies, they were the best in their respective spots. But they all came from different places. Like, Victor was the best in that little French league he was playing at. Right. Scoot was the best guy in the G League. And Brandon was the best guy in college basketball. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. That's crazy. So, so yeah, they all, they all come from different <laughs> backgrounds. 
they, they played against each other some kind of way and Scoot won. So, I mean, yeah. I don't know how that match happened because it's, it's not like, you know, Victor, I mean, Scoot was over here. But I, uh, it was like back in January, I think, because uh, I was yeah. actually watching that game. It was a G, it was a G League Ignite versus Mets. I think it was ninety two, and I was watching them play. And that's actually when I was introduced to both of them, because I'm like, I even asked the chat. I got his name wrong. I said, "Yo, who is Scott Anderson?" And then it was like, <laughs> it was like Scott Anderson. I'm like, dude, well, with the G League team, and they was like, "Oh no, that's Scoot Henderson." And you know, that's when I was introduced to him, and I was. I was remember like I was I was amazed watching both of them play, and I was like, "Yeah, these two dudes they they are nice. They really really are." Yeah. So that that's that's what I uh, that's that's what I I think, man. And they're both really good. But my mm-hmm. rookie, if I was gonna pick a rookie, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna I'm still because you know I don't like the flip flopping. I'm still gonna say Scoop because I do think Scoop have the better career. I I do. But that don't mean I got Scoop being a top three, top two all-time player. But I don't got Victor that high either. Right, right. But, so I mean, if he if he end up being a top twenty player all time, I, I mean that's top twenty. That's you're doing pretty good. I don't think that'd be a disappointment or a failure or what. Everybody can't be Michael Jordan or Tim Duncan or Shaq or Kareem. I mean, everybody can't be that. That's why those guys are special. Me either. And uh, I got a question for you. What's up? Uh, just came to my mind. Shout out yeah. to Donnie. I'm going to shout out Donnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He asked it first. And what he asked was, um, where would you rank in an all-time? Like, what do you consider an all-time great? Where would you rank to be considered an all-time great, basically? Where would I rank an all-time yeah, great? Yeah, like uh, top five, top 10, top 20. Like, It's, it's definitely the top 10. For it's sure. definitely top ten. So my answer to that was the top seventy-five. Reason being, that's why those players was recognized as all-time greats. And it's as the years go, the list is only going to get longer because more great players are coming and are being made. Does that like make sense? It does, but here's here's what why I disagree. Because the top five, five or top top fifty, top seventy five, because it I guess it'll be top hundred next time. Mm-hmm. It keeps on growing, and it's it can be interchangeable. So if it, I don't know where they cap it at. I don't know where they stop it at. I like to think they stop it. At, I mean, I would have stopped it at fifty. That's me. And but top seventy five, that'll be interchangeable. Right. You know I mean, like by your own argument, because I mean, you've talked about it and you've said it in the chat. You know, you feel like, uh, well, who was the one you always jump on? I Len- Lenny. Yeah, Wilkins. Lenny Wilkins. Yeah. I never forget. Lenny Would you Wilkins. call him an all time great player? Not at, not at all. But he's in the top 75. He is. But it's like, and, you know, and Dwight's not. Which I don't understand. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I do not. I would call, I mean, I could make a case for Dwight being a top 10 center all time. Yeah. I mean, I, can you make a case for Lenny Wilkins being a top? Well, you're not defending him. So, I don't even know what position he plays. Yeah, so you can't make a case for top 10 point guard for Lenny Wilkins. Mm-hmm. You're right. You know I mean? So I think that list is going to be interchangeable. But for when people talk about top – what you hear, you hear about top five or top tens. You, you don't, you, you've you never been asked, hey, hey, Keyshawn, who your top 75 players all time? Who your top 20? 
like that. You might yeah, be like, I'll get back to you in an hour. Like right. <laughs> it's like top three, top five, or top ten. Nobody's ever asked me past ten. Now, do I have a top twenty? I do. But nobody's ever asked me that. You know, what I mean nobody's just in casual conversation, you at the barbershop, you at work, you in the car, you on the phone, you know, just in the chat, you know, whatever. Nobody's talking about who they top 75 is. If it wasn't for the media and the NBA putting out that 75 list or top 50 list or top 100 next time, nobody will be talking about it. No, nah, not nobody. So that's why I got to push back with you because all time greats, all time greats are hard to move. They're hard to move. Like some people think Michael Jordan. That's the best player of all time. He'll never be topped. Some people think LeBron James is the best of all time. He'll never be topped. Some people think Kareem is the best of all time. He'll never be topped. But even if he can be topped, it's going to be really hard to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at those people. Like, what are the odds of us seeing somebody like a, a Shaq, a LeBron, a Tim Duncan, a Kareem, Wilt Chamberlain. Nobody's going to put those. They changed the game for Wilt Chamberlain, changed the rules for it. That's never going to happen again. Right. Stuff like that, that that's never going to happen. Player like a defensive, I think the best defensive player of all time, and Akeem Olajuwon. Players like that, that's never going to happen. We don't see that. So that's why the, that top 10 is like an all-time great. Now, if you really wanted to say it, if you really wanted to say the all-time great, I think it's top 10. But you know what? What I do get asked a lot: Who is your Mount Rushmore? That's four guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This really you can change a top seventy-five or a top fifty. That may happen because, like you said, players are getting better and they're coming in all the time. But top four, it's hard to crack that top four. It is. It's it's hard to crack that. It's hard to crack the top ten. Like Steph's had an amazing career. And he's not in my top 10. Is he 11, 12? Yeah. yeah I, I catch a lot of hell for it. Kobe, Kobe Bryant, great career. He's not in my top 10. Right. I got Kobe and Steph like the same. Right. They're right there, 11, 12, right, you know, right there. They're, they're, they're right there together. But you know what I'm saying? So that it's hard to do. We're, we're, it's very unlikely that we're going to see another Kobe Bryant. And we're probably not going to see another Steph again. You see what I mean? So these are players that are all – that's what I think of all-time great. It's hard to just move off of that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you say 50 or 75, yeah, they're Hall of Famers, but they're not all-time great because, yeah, Hall of Fame is Hall of Fame, but not all the Hall of Famers are created equal. Like Larry Bird and Dominique Wilkins are both in the Hall of Fame. Which one would you rather have? Larry by landslide. You see what I'm saying? George, mm-hmm. Mike, and, and Shaq are both in the Hall of Fame. Which one would you rather have? Shaq. You see what I mean? Sweetwater Clifton and uh, let me think of somebody else. Walt Frazier in the in the Hall of Fame. Which one would you rather have? You made that. I went way back. Here. Yeah, that's a little bit before my yeah, time. Okay. But you get what I'm. Did you get what I'm saying though? I get what you say. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. I ain't yeah. had to break. I ain't had to break. My bad. I only know what I did. <laughs> I think, I think my parents wasn't even 10 yet when. <laughs> yeah, but you, you know what I'm saying? So it's hard to, like, Lenny Wilkins is in the Hall of Famer. I, I mean, I think I'd rather have Trey Young or a guard playing today over Lenny. <laughs> but he's a Hall of Famer. You right. see what I'm saying? Now, no disrespect to Lenny. He was, oh, I think he was a better coach than he Not was a player. 
disrespect. I'm sorry. Do what? Full disrespect to Lenny. <laughs> there is something to be said about the Hall of Fame, but there are some people playing today. I would rather have over Lenny. I'd, I'd certainly rather have Kyrie over Lenny. I'd rather have Trey Young over Lenny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'd rather have Job. I'd rather have Russ over Lenny. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people I would rather have over some of these Hall of Famers. You know what right. I mean? Now, uh, is Russ, Kyrie, I mean, all of them going to be Hall of Famers? Yeah, well, we know Russ is for sure. But you know what I mean? Paul George, I mean, Paul George, Chris Paul, those are those are all Hall of Famers. Right. So when you say all-time great, that's that means that's they etched in stone right there. So I, I just think 75 and 50 and 100, that's too high. That's mm-hmm. too that's too high. You feel me? Right. So let's say, for instance, somebody, let's say Victor Wimbayama, right? Yeah. Let's say there is 20, right? All time. Okay. He's so we he's had a top 20 all-time career. Yeah. Well, let's just say um there is 20 all-time greats, right? And he has a great career. Okay. Now, do we extend that list for all-time greats, or do we bump somebody out and say somebody got to come out? Oh wow! Somebody got to come out. So that mean nobody is no somebody is no longer an all-time great. Yep. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I yeah I, I see where you stand. Yeah. They, they got to come out. Like for instance, once upon like in in nineteen you know seventy two, they said Will Chamberlain was the best player of all time. Do we believe that today? Oh uh, no, nah, not I, he not even in my top five. Correct. You know, for the longest, well, to some, Jordan was the de facto number one outside mm-hmm. of some old heads. Because there are some, I do know some old heads. I'm by old, I mean, talking about six oh. plus that think Julius Irvin's the best of all time. I, uh, I get the argument, I just can't get with it. I work with some that say Kareem. You know what I'm saying? I've known yeah. a lot of people that say that. And it's not a bad answer if you look at the resume. Right. But, but, um, where was I going? Yeah, but the de facto for the longest time it was Jordan. Now people are saying LeBron. Now can Victor be? No, he can. Anything is possible. I'm just saying it's unlikely. It's highly unlikely. Can he? Sure he can. He's seven five and can do everything. So on paper and looking at it, the highlights, it's unbelievable. Look like a player I made in NBA Street years ago. So it's it's unbelievable, but it's just unlikely because he had because he's so thin. You don't know if he's gonna stay healthy. You know the game. It's just totally different. You just, we just don't know. Can I mean, he be I, number one? Sure. Hell, Brandon Miller could turn around and be the best player of all time. We don't know. Right. It could be. It's just unlikely. But to that all time thing, yeah, you got to come out. You you, you got to come out. That makes you sense. got to. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, you, you Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame is Hall of Fame. Nobody can take that from you. But you being, like, once upon a time, we thought Reggie Miller was the best three-point shooter of all time. Me, I held on to that flag for the longest. Yeah. Now. I, I got him fourth, maybe third. Well, I, I got him second. I, I do got him second. I'm, I can't take him past number two. I can't take him below. No, I, I mm. can't do that. Because you got Steph. I, I can't. Huh? Steph is obviously there. Yeah, Steph. I got Steph one. Yeah, I got Steph. And then you know, I I flipped between Clay Thompson and Damian Lillard for number two and three. And then you still got Ray Allen. Yep. That's that's my three right there. That's three. So it's just like those those five. 
Like I wake up, well, Steph is always going to be number one, but I wake up and change two through five every day. It, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. It is. But that that's, but that, that's where I'm at with my all-time great thing. I, I think 50 or 75, that's way too many. I, I have it at, I got it at 10. When you ask me, I, I got it at 10. Okay. That's respectable. But then if somebody up, but you know, you got to come out. You got you got to come out. But if somebody wanna say 15, I understand that. My number is 10, but if you want to say, but then on the flip side, I don't got Kobe in my top 10. But if somebody says Kobe all time great, you gonna say yeah. Yeah, I am gonna say it. So <laughs> am I under so maybe I'm gonna stretch it to 15. Maybe I'll stretch it to 15. Yeah, I'll I'll stretch, I'll say 15, but it's certainly not 75. Okay. <laughs> I, I can tell you that. I understand that. Yeah. Well, shoot, man, you got anything else for me? Uh, No, that's all That's all I got for you today. Cool, 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 man. So I sure appreciate you coming on. And uh, let's just to recap everything we didn't talked about. You think the Packers are going to be – did you give me a uh, – are y'all making the playoffs? Um, If we make the playoffs, it's because the rest of the NFC is garbage. But I think we're going to be, like, in the middle of the pack. I don't think we're going to be bad. I don't think we're going to be great. I think we're gonna be somewhere like in a wild card, like oh. fuck it in. Okay. And do you have a? Okay. And then you got Victor. We're, we're both right there on Victor. We think he'll have a nice Hall of Fame career, just not number three all time, right? Uh, he could be. You never know. He's starting. <laughs> you never know, but just yeah, he's starting with all zeros. But it's like you know, I'm not just gonna place that on him. Sure. Yeah, because that that wouldn't. That's that's a lot to put on somebody. Right. All right. So we're the same there. Um, you would break up. You would trade Dane. I you would trade. obviously not trade Scoot, but you you'd trade Dane. I'm trading Dane. Okay. And uh, we don't believe in the Sun. We don't think the Suns are going to be champions. Nope. You like the Boston move over. You like it. I like it, and I don't like it at the same time. That's and then the Warriors is just a confusing move. It is. I don't understand because uh, <laughs> they went small. You're right. They they went small. And Looney small is the center. Smaller, yeah. But free yeah. he's still coming up. So you know, we yeah, they, they go they go. They, there's definitely some more moves to be made because there's no way they can just walk in this season with a straight face. You know, looking like a bunch of mini me's. This is not going with Draymond is just starting center. Yeah. <laughs> Well, shoot, y'all. That's all we got. Thank y'all for tuning in. We might be right. We might be wrong. We don't know. Just call the high seat. <laughs> we out. <laughs>